the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, so during the break, I um, continue to check the wires and everything for updates. Uh, You're going to hear this, so I might as well be the first one to tell you if you haven't heard it already. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I'd heard yesterday that one of the students was targeted, and I thought, that doesn't make any sense. This shooter's 28 years old and could not possibly have um, gone to school with any of these kids. I'm not saying this proves that. Um, I'm not saying that this proves that the shooter targeted one of the kids. But the little girl who was shot is the daughter of the church's pastor. And I'm looking at their picture right now. And it's um, and it's heartbreaking. Uh, Pastor Chad Scruggs and his daughter, Hallie. Uh, She was murdered along with two boys at the school yesterday. And so maybe a coincidence, but but maybe not. And if not, the level of hatred that it would take to murder a sweet, angelic little girl out of some disturbed agenda against the pastor of the church is unfathomable to me. It is unfathomable to me. An FBI profiler named Mary Ellen O'Toole tells the Daily Mail that um, she is warning other schools in Nashville to brace for copycat shooters in the wake of the Covenant School shooting. I would certainly second that in light of the fact that March 31st and April 1st have been dubbed by some transgender activists the Trans Day of Vengeance. It is my fear that this shooter will become a martyr in the transgender movement, a hero in the transgender movement. One of the sites that I was browsing has a photograph of the shooter as they appeared recently and a photograph of the shooter from clearly some time ago when they look like a normal, happy, well-adjusted 20-something woman with a uh, well-kept bob haircut and a little bit of makeup and a beautiful smile. And I don't have to ask what 
caused the conversion from one picture to the next because I know what caused the conversion from one picture to the next. That is, evil took hold of this shooter's mind and actions. There is a belief on the left that men are essentially good. That is not true. People are born with tendencies that you see manifest themselves in little kids. Selfishness. We hopefully parent that out of our kids and teach them to be kind and model kindness and compassion to others. We hopefully raise them with the assistance of uh, teachers and uh, pastors and uh, Sunday school teachers who ingrain those uh, good qualities that we want to develop in our kids. But someday the day comes when we have to uh, let them go out into the world. And the Bible tells us that Satan prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He devoured this shooter. And the shooter devoured six innocents. It does not excuse what the shooter did, that it was caused by uh, a satanic grip on them. It rather should make us all strive to keep that from happening to us and from happening to those that we love. And if you are someone today who you uh, you are hurting for a child or someone you know who you feel is uh, too far gone and cannot be rescued, what I can say to you is that um, no one is ever beyond being rescued from evil through the influence of the Holy Spirit in their life. I don't know how it works in terms of why some people see the light and some don't. I don't understand why some children of friends of mine continue to do nothing but cause their parents pain. But it has been... um, A realization on my part for some time that Satan is on the prowl and he is out roaming the earth looking for people to devour and that there might come a time when my kids or me or people I know or love happen to be in the place where evil chooses to manifest itself. And it feels somewhat selfish when I look at this little girl's face and I ponder her dad who's uh, professionally given his life to serving God and drawing other people to Jesus Christ, that he has to experience something. And I feel guilty praying that God will protect my kids when why am I entitled to that? I probably am, hopefully, uh, through my faith and through things I've been through, probably better able to handle it than some 
other people are. But to give you a little encouragement for those of you who think that your kid is too far gone, I want to share with you the story of a woman named Angela White. Uh, Angela White has been for some time going by the name Black China. She is uh, someone who has achieved a degree of fame as we achieve fame nowadays on social media uh, with 16.7 million Instagram followers because she has been an OnlyFans model, which is to say a porn star. But recently, Angela White has come to Christ. And over the weekend, she shared two social media posts about removing a tattoo from her body of a goat-headed demon spirit. And she said this, I am releasing all negative energy that is holding me back. It's got to come off. You know what I mean? I'm about to have no mark of the beast, anything like that. When I first got the tattoo, that is not what it meant to me. I just don't want anything negative or demonic on my body anymore. In her next video, she posted an image and said, Thank you, God, for saving me, for removing this tattoo. With me being baptized, that's, not, that's just not what God will want me to do. It's degrading. Uh, She has been making up to a million dollars a year off her explicit content. I don't know what's in her future, but I sure pray and hope that this amazing transformation in her inspires others to turn away from what had been keeping them from really experiencing God's love, grace, and forgiveness. That's the best thing we can pray for for our kids. I have no doubt that these little ones and the three people who died yesterday are in the arms of Jesus today. So... As we wrap up the show today, I know it's been all about the Nashville shooting. I apologize if uh, I've been all over the map on this today. I'm just uh, really struggling with the personification of evil all around this issue. Um, I've told you guys before, and this is the this is one of the things I pray about the most. Um, it's been a a lifelong struggle for me managing my tone of voice. I have been told uh, by many people, uh, particularly those close to me, that my tone is uh, often out of control and conveys an emotion that I don't intend to convey. Um, This kind of a circumstance that occurred in Nashville hits home for me because, um, A, just on a human level, I don't know how anyone can look on the murder of little kids and not be infuriated by it. I traffic in too many headlines every day and have spent far too many days analyzing the response to things like this to know exactly how it will be treated 
and to know exactly the effort that will go into making this news event go away because it does not fit the convenient narrative of the left that transgender people are normal, that they must be affirmed, and that any pushback against those two viewpoints is hateful, intolerant, bigoted, closed-minded, fill in your own adjective. I sometimes struggle with my tone when I talk about the LGBTQ agenda and know that I come off as if I am against or out to get people who have immersed themselves in that lifestyle. I fear that I do not do a good job or even a passable job of conveying that my utter and complete disdain for that evil is not directed at the people who have been trapped, enslaved in it, but is instead reserved for the people who would lure them into it and hold them there as long as they possibly can to make themselves feel better about awful life choices they themselves have made. The activists in this city, in this state, and in this country who lure kids in to the LGBTQ ideology to either victimize them physically or psychologically to affirm their own evil life choices are people that I will oppose with every last bit of strength I have for as long as I possibly can because I do not believe and will never believe that choosing a life immersed in the LGBTQ lifestyle is God's will for anyone's life. And because I have been forgiven much, not because of anything I've done to deserve being forgiven much, I'm compelled to try to draw people trapped in emptiness and pain out of that life into a life that is so much richer and uh, fulfilling not easy. But God is real and Jesus is real 
and the healing that he offers through his blood at the cross is absolutely 100% real. I was asked one time on a radio show I was doing in Cleveland by a partner of mine who is uh, decidedly not a Christian. He asked me if I believed in aliens. And I said, no, I don't believe in aliens, which he was aghast at that response. And I said, I believe in angels and I believe in demons. And someone called the show and said, I told, I, I said, I don't believe in aliens because if, if they're real, show me one. I said, there's all these reports of aliens, show me one. And so somebody called the show and they said, well, you believe in angels or demons? Have you ever seen one? Good question. And I prayed really quickly. I need an answer, Lord. And my response was, you don't have to see God to see God. Because I see him in my kids. I see him in my wife. I see him when he puts on my heart something that I never thought before when I've read a scripture that I've read a hundred times before. You don't have to see God to see God. Those of us who've seen him, those of us who know him, know that to be true. And it's our fondest hope that people who have not experienced it eventually get to experience it. And so for those who are obviously not experiencing it because they are living a life opposed to the way God wants them to live, that is why we can't ever just sit quietly by while people like this shooter are drawn into an ideology that sounds like it's great. This is where you find community. This is where you find identity. This is where you find... Those are all lies. Sometimes told to you by people, but definitely conveyed to you by evil. By Satan, who is very real and very active, perhaps more so now than at any other time that I have ever remembered. And evil found those six people yesterday in Nashville. And that makes me really sad and really mad. And, uh, That's just all. That's just that's just from my heart today. So, hopefully tomorrow I'll be better at this. Pray for pray for that pastor who lost his daughter. Pray for those parents who lost sons. Pray for those families who lost moms and dads. And pray for the family of the uh, shooter because we don't know anything about that family, and I'm sure they're hurting as well. This is Ryan Anderson, president of the Ethics... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.